I pledge myself to the pod. Loyal I'll always be. A P to start, a D at the end, and an O sitting in between. Hello and welcome to an Omnia Paratus. I'm Jay, like the letter. And I'm Angela, also known as AVO. We are two Gilmore stands diving into our own past and present, evaluating if we were ever truly ready for anything. We discuss all things from problematic school dances to what no one prepares you for after college. Listen for tales of elusive college boys and coworkers more high-strung than Paris Geller. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Uh, we're actually going to kick off today's episode with a little bit of a holiday game. So, Jay, are you ready? Of course. What do I win? Um, hot chocolate. Okay. Okay. So I've put together a little holiday this or that Gilmore Girls edition. So I feel like here there are some pretty, there there are some right answers in here. So if you get them, we'll get, we'll get you hot chocolate. Okay. So Santa burger or apple tarts? Apple tarts. Very good. Winter carnival or Bracebridge dinner? Bracebridge dinner. Ooh, okay. First snow walks or snowmen making contests? First snow walks. Okay. One holiday tree or multiple trees? The limit does not exist. (laughs) Good job. Ice skating or breaking bells? You mean like playing them or like when they broke the church bells? Like committing a misdemeanor in a church. Oh, misdemeanor. Okay. Cookies from scratching or cookies from a package? Scratching. There is no other kind of cookie. (laughs) Holidays at home or holidays abroad? Home. Okay. And finally, Jackson as the Squire Bracebridge or Kirk as a woman of questionable morals? Neither. What? Um, Taylor having to woo Kirk (laughs) as a woman of questionable morals. (laughs) Okay, we will we will accept that answer. Congratulations. I will bring you hot chocolate. To be fair, I don't eat burgers. I don't have family abroad. My whole family bakes and cooks obscenely, especially during the holidays. But if you go if you choose the winter carnival, like the only game you get to play is throwing like beanbags into the fire of hell. They had a few others. What what's the one that Jess completely like bombed at with the bottles? Oh, okay, that one. Whatever that is. Yeah. I actually don't think I'd mind a Santa burger, though. I think that would be pretty cute, just not all the mayonnaise. Ew. Ugh. No. Yeah, we, we need a good substitute there. But otherwise, fantastic idea. I think someone should come up with this. I mean, Luke did. I know, but I just need him to take it a step further. Like, I need a, I need a recipe for it. I need it out on a menu. Burger, ketchup, hat mayonnaise beard pickle eyes but without the mayonnaise that's what i need what do you want like mashed potato beard oh oh that's interesting i don't do burgers so i don't know these combinations maybe maybe that'll be my next recipe more than me not doing burgers is i don't do condiments yes i am aware much to my incredible disappointment one day one day we'll find an american condiment that you really like um Salt? That's a seasoning. Fine. I have a question. I'm here for it. Number one item on your Christmas list. And let me just say, it has to be a thing, not like an experience, not something perishable, like number one thing, object you want. Go. Ooh. Okay. 
absolutely number one would have to be oh my god this is this is so dorky i want the harry potter wand remote i just discovered this on thanksgiving you swish and flick and wave it up and down to change channels for your tv your radio like whatever has a bluetooth connection you can use it on Okay, so I totally would agree and would get that kind of thing, not because I like Harry Potter, but I've been very techy and magical and sci-fi-y. As long as the part to me that wasn't emphasized was the Harry Potter, I totally would have won one. That's really cool. Good job. Right? Yeah, like I think if you if you just found it and gave it to someone like without the packaging, it could literally be insert whatever magical fantasy story you would want it to belong to and here's the wand for it. Okay, what's on yours? The number one thing that I've asked for this year, um, it's a thermogun. I think that's what they're called. The fitness things. Have you seen those? Is is that like the massaging one? Yeah. Oh. So they have one, but they have a mini one and I'm not some like olympian athlete person i do work out six days a week and i have a lot of back and shoulder pain from anxiety and not sleeping well so i thought i would get the mini one to try or i'd ask santa for the mini one to try and see if it works well and then get that before committing to the big one especially because being in quarantine i can't go to get a massage or see my uncle who's a chiropractor or anything it'll be something i can do on myself and like it has a really good grip to it and it has three different settings So also it's not as intense, like foam rolling for me can hurt. Mm -hmm. So I think getting the smaller one to try hopefully will turn out well. Okay. No, I've I've never used one before, but I've heard absolutely glowing recommendations from people that have used them. So I think that'd be really cool. And plus if it's mini as well, I feel like it's better for like you and I with like the smaller hands to get a grip on. Because those things seem massive when you look at them. The base of the mini is like a big triangle, kind of like a rock. Oh. And the other one is like like a blow dryer or like a gun or something. You can hold it like it's a smaller shaft. Okay, oh. wait. This is a side note for a minute. When you measure the boot, you can measure the height of the heel. And then you can measure the part that goes above your ankle. You know that piece of fabric normally where the zipper would be or the ties or something? Right. What do you call that? Isn't it the boot shaft? Correct. I was trying to have this conversation with a friend recently who wanted some new shoes. And I was trying to see if I could find any good pair, maybe get her some for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I was asking her like, oh, like what shaft height do you want? And she was like, what? I'm like, the (laughs) shaft, like how... And I'm assuming you can understand how that conversation went. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, that's what it's called, though. It's called the shaft height. Like, when you go on Nordstrom or go on a site, mm-hmm. like, that's how you measure it. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I actually wonder, like, how many people who work in, like, shoe departments run into this issue every day. Probably a lot. Probably. I know I never did, but that would have been interesting. All right. So how are you overall with your Christmas shopping or your holiday shopping, I should say? Thank you for asking. Of the fact that I am unemployed and am not leaving my house anytime soon, we're getting real sustainable in here. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Some people are still getting purchase gifts, whether it's because we need views and listens and downloads on our podcast (laughs) or whether I already had the perfect gift to get them. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of crafting and homemaking going on. See, I like that. I actually, um, my favorite new influencer that I showed you, Alicia, she was 
going through like her holiday gift guide and she actually like put in this like really nice thing at the bottom of all of her posts and it's like all over her Instagram and it says what like your budget is your budget like whether you shop you want to make a gift or you just want to send a card you do what you need to do for you this holiday season and I feel like we just need to normalize that for every season did something happen no I have my thinking face on oh okay all right I'll keep going then like, I know in general, I am I feel like I'm pretty good at getting gifts for everyone, but I'm also one of those people who gets overwhelmed shopping towards the holidays. So if I haven't purchased a gift for you before Thanksgiving, I'm most likely not going to go to a store and purchase. I don't like to overwhelm the mail system with shipping during the holidays because I know like the few times that I've done that I've always received the package far after Christmas so I think I don't know I'm gonna get a little bit more into cards this year just because I feel like it's a little bit more personal and I'd rather I don't know I'd rather just like add a little bit more of like a personal touch than trying to figure out the perfect gift I love picking out gifts. Angela's gift this year I heard about on a podcast in January and I've been waiting to buy and I'm very excited to give it to her. Everyone except her basically knows what it is. Oh my god and it's literally killing me. I want to ask everyone what it is but I also believe in the excitement of waiting for the gift. So it's very hard. I think the biggest thing whether you're doing cards or gifts or homemaking gifts or baking or whatever you're choosing to do to acknowledge other people on the holidays, mindful effort. I think, for example, my family did a Zoom Thanksgiving due to California restrictions and us all wanting to be as safe. We now are back in the purple zone as some states have one in a thousand people with COVID, the real virus going around, which is distributed through droplets, which can be prevented if everyone wears a mask. But I digress. So we did a virtual Thanksgiving. And for this, I found clips through various Thanksgivings and my older cousin who normally makes the speech I put clips of various Thanksgivings to his speech and that was my contribution and everyone really liked it and they saw the sentimental, they saw how sentimental it was and how much the holiday means to me. Mm -hmm. And sure, I didn't buy anything. I did also bake cupcakes, but it was my contribution even though it wasn't monetary. I took my time. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone just wants to know you're putting your time in, whether it is to a really cool homemade card with a glitter bomb or you're baking. Whatever you're doing, you're putting that effort forth. And people can see that you really thought about it, I think, is more than whether it's a gift or a not a gift. Yeah, no, I completely agree on that front. I think it all comes down to like also like how big your overall like pool is in terms of gifts and or giving. When it comes down to it, like the anxiety of the shopping actually shrinks my pool quite a bit. So I feel like this year with cards, it's actually going to expand a lot. So hopefully that'll show people that I haven't historically gotten gifts for, that I really do think of them in that way, and that it's just, it's it's something a little extra at this time, which I think we could all, we could all use that right now. Because I know I, like, I never text people really on holidays to say, like, happy Thanksgiving or happy Christmas, Hanukkah, holiday season, but I actually did that this year for Thanksgiving, and it felt really weird, but it was, it was kind of nice, too. I didn't get a text. Yeah, I did. I told you happy day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad that was that was your holiday text 
next. I feel like we're going into that's the kid territory. <laughs> kind of. Well, I I knew you were a little anxious about how Thanksgiving would go this year, so I didn't want to use the word in case it was a trigger and it didn't go it well. So I just went with happy day. I hope you enjoy the pie. I also don't eat pie, which is why I was like, oh my god, you literally talked about how you called the piece of pecan pie? It's not like I think about like Thanksgiving meal and it's like pie. It's rolls and stuffing and potatoes. It's the beige food. Okay, well, I I tried. (laughs) A for effort. Since Christmas is gonna look, I'm sorry, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever holiday you'll be celebrating this December or winter season, winter solstice, yes. Um, Since those are all going to look pretty different this year, I was actually wondering, is there anything new that you're going to be trying? Maybe setting up like a new tradition, like just something to like help you mark the season a little more? It's more of a coincidence, but my mom and I are going to get Barack Obama's new book on Audible and like listen to it every day until the end of the year. It's 29 hours. So the goal is to like listen to a little every day. Oh my gosh. That's not really a Christmas tradition. It's a coincidence and timing, but like it is winter. I like it. I feel like whatever we do at this time of year now, like it has the potential for a new tradition. That's very positive of you. I'm trying very hard. I will be going to the Christmas tree lot on Tuesday like I normally do with my hair and makeup all done and doing my little photo shoot I'm gonna try to bring my GoPro and like really milk every moment there I might also bring my Santa hat just to get some other options for photos for things oh that's really cute really gotta milk up this time yeah every year the same place we get our pumpkins we get our Christmas tree we used to hold my birthday parties at the pumpkin patch due to my birthday being so close to Halloween and then We would always get our Christmas tree, so we have a bunch of photos at the same place. Support small businesses at this time. And I started doing photo shoots with the trees, and I have them all throughout college. And a mask will not stop me this year. It might just stop the amount of foundation that goes on my face. I actually do kind of like that about the mask. Like, I don't need to put foundation on. I just have to put on the tinted sunscreen, and there you go. But I like highlighting and my lip color. I plan my lip color accordingly to my outfit. Maybe we need to get you one of those masks that's clear. Suggesting I get one of those masks that's like photo printed your bottom half of your face. Oh my god. They make those? Yes, Boomer. You just go online and like import a photo when it's whatever photo you do. I thought it would be really funny if like I got you one with like some like really big lumberjack with like a deep beard. So I could be your face. Oh my God. Big Santa beard or something. Ooh, I have a quiz for you. Well, question quiz, whatever. We'll go with it. Okay. I had to do this in AP Psych and I got extra credit for it. Okay. Name all of Santa's reindeer. Go. Dasher, Dancer, Comet, Blitzen, Vixen, Rudolph, Comet. You're out seven. There's nine. Uh, oh man. Dasher, Dancer, Comet, Vixen, something. Something, something blitzing. Good job. (laughs) Oh, I was literally looking at a shirt on Etsy the other day and had all of the names with reindeer on it. Do you want to phone a friend? Oh, yes, please. Donner, Dasher, Prancer, Blitzen, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Rudolph. Wait, you said Donner twice. 
Dasher, Dancer, Donner. Okay, so I forgot Donner, Prancer, and Cupid. Yes. Man, man, how could I forget Cupid? I don't know. We had to name the nine reindeer and then Snow White seven dwarfs. Ooh. Can you do the dwarfs? Bashful, Doc, Dopey? Yes. Is one named Happy? Yes. Gloomy? Grumpy? Yep, you got two more. Are they emotions? No. Are you ready? Yeah. Sneezy and sleepy. Oh, dang it. But pretty good. Thank you. I will say the one thing I'm really going to miss this year is making tamales with my family. So it looks like we're probably still going to have them. And one of my aunts is going to just make all of them for everyone to pick up for our Christmas dinner. I miss making them. And we only make them once a year. Why can't you do it like you did Thanksgiving? We could in theory, but um, it's my dad's side that makes tamales for Christmas dinner. And they have more people who are in the essential worker category. Yeah, so it's just safer if we do a socially distanced Christmas on that side. Sounds like a great movie. Brought to you by Lifetime. (laughs) Speaking of Christmas movies, after our lovely Netflix review slash complete retelling of the two series, (laughs) The Princess Switch and A Christmas Prince last week, I started getting into the Christmas mood early. So I've watched, for the first time, I watched the Christmas Prince trilogy. Then I watched Holiday with Emma Roberts. Ooh, okay. And then I just watched Happiest Seasons with Kristen Stewart, Aubrey Plaza, Dan Levy, and some other people. Oh my god, I can't wait to watch that. Like, okay, set the scene for me. Do I need snacks? Like, is this something I should watch while I'm working? I think it's like a good wrapping presents movie. I think it's like a good movie. You don't need to like sit and watch it very carefully, but like you might miss some of the jokes and Mm -hmm. kind of the things. I'm just going to describe my favorite scene of the movie, which is Aubrey Plaza, Kristen Stewart in a drag bar, karaokeing to Must Be Santa. Oh my lord. This is the best visual I've had all day. Like this is the best visual I've had all day. And today, I also learned that apparently Barack Obama has okayed Drake to play him in a biopic about him. That can't be real. Apparently it is. I've found three different outlets that are reporting it. Okay, I need you to explain to me. I always thought Drake was kind of like the gentrified rapper, but apparently he's like really respected in the rap community. Am I, did he like earn his spot or was he always just looked at because I always thought everyone made fun of Drake not you personally I thought the (laughs) community made fun of Drake got it okay um I feel like we could do a whole deep dive into Drake frankly and for that episode will I will not partake in unless we'd like to speak about him as wheelchair Jimmy I mean I think that's where we have to start because wheelchair Jimmy made the whole transition to rap because Aubrey wanted to be Drake But I mean, I think overall, too, if you think about his come up within the world of hip hop, he was mentored and signed by Lil Wayne. So I think he's always had a good backing. It's just that he really needed to like find himself and his sound. And I think he's done that over the years. Got it. I don't think I'll be on that episode. It's all right. I'll find a great guest host. Not sure who yet, but we'll we'll work on it. Did Degrassi ever do a Christmas movie? I don't know. I mean, I think they have Christmas episodes. Do they? Oh, yeah. When Craig is cheating on 
someone and gets Manny the ice skating bracelet and Ashley finds out. Oh, that's a really deep dive right there. But I think that's how Ashley finds out because Craig buys this cute little bracelet and she finds it and then she sees Manny wearing it. That's all I got for Christmas on Degrassi. So I vaguely remember that and then I remember um, Emma and that one guy, not Peter, but the guy who kind of looked like Peter, he brought a Christmas tree to her one year. Can you tell me what season we're in? I can tell. I'm sure I'll know the character if I know what season we're in. I want to say that they were maybe in college. Oh, 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 the vegan. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. No, no, no I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. It's not Hunter, not Eli. It's a girl's name because that's the reason he got paired with them in the first place. Michaela, Micah. Oh, my God. Manny, Emma. Oh, this is going to bother me. Um... Not Lucy. I'm I'm literally trying Kelly. Kelly. Okay, that was really hard. I was trying to Google that and it just kept telling me Emma was involved in a love triangle with a roommate. <laughs> yes, when Kelly brought Emma the Christmas tree. I don't remember that, but I mean it was in Canada. It was always snowing, so you knew it was winter. <laughs> What's your favorite like original Disney channel episode? I'll give you a few options. Okay. We have Lizzie McGuire x Aaron Carter. We have Lizzie McGuire x Steven Tyler. <laughs> we have Raven in that one. We have Zach and Cody with the nativity scene. We have even Stevens and Hanukkah. Ooh, I think, honestly, I think it's Lizzie McGuire, Aaron Carter, just because I was such a big Backstreet Boys fan when I was younger, too, and he was just like the extension. By association of his brother. Yeah, that was a great episode. And I would literally like go through the TV guide as a kid trying to find that episode. That's so funny. See, I like the Steven Tyler episode a lot. And I remember when I was listening to Whitney Cummings' podcast with Hillary Duff, mm-hmm. she was saying how like she now as a mom was trying to get on a show her kid really liked. And she said, yeah, it's like when Steven Tyler was on Lizzie McGuire. He didn't want to be on the Lizzie McGuire, but he had two young girls who loved the show. So it was his one way to validate his fame was like, oh, I'll go on a show my kids are going to watch. I'm like, oh, that's why he did that. It was always like a weird mix. Right? No, I think it's so cute when celebrity parents try to do that, though. I love it because the show Hillary Duff tried to get on for her son was like canceled three years ago. Oh, no. I also loved how Haley Duff played Kate's cousin. Oh, right. I totally forgot about that. Okay. So I think it's about time now we strategize. I want to do a gingerbread house kind of thing. And I'm trying to think of the best way to do it virtually. Like, should we make a grocery list to send to people? Should we do it like everyone makes a gingerbread house and films it and send it and sends it to me for a video? Like what what kind of way can we do a Christmas party with our friends? Oh, I do kind of like that. I think I like the idea of building it in do you do you call it a time lapse video when it like speeds up a double time video time lapse okay cool i was right i do like the idea of everyone filming it and then like you can time lapse it and compress it all together i think also you should just have everyone send a picture of their finished gingerbread house or gingerbread sculpture town person i've i've seen a lot of different ones lately so i feel like we could all get really creative with this 
We could. There is always that option. Mm -hmm. I feel like we should make like some sort of criteria though. Like it should be like within a certain size or like you must use like these types of toppings. Ooh, okay. So this isn't the real thing, but I'm a big baker, British bake-off person. I'm trying to get into Canada Australia, Ireland, it's just harder to find online. So I've been taking full advantage of my VPN to do so. But I think it'd be great to do like a bake-off where kind of like Secret Santa style, I assign a baked good or a Christmas dessert to everyone and then they make it and then like I judge it. Oh, okay. Or um, kind of like one of those Food Network challenges where like we all have to do – where like you say make this and then we have to do a variation of it or do you want us all to make different things? I would say I'll make different things because the whole point of making the same thing would be that I could compare them and I can't compare them. Mm -hmm. But I I could do like, oh, let's do a challenge where you have to use white chocolate, peppermint, and marshmallows in a dessert and then everyone has a free-for-all. Okay. I like the the idea. Because then like Ryan can go cocktail. I'm making ice cream. Someone else can go like Ice cream toppings. Yeah, some could do like ice cream, just like top their ice cream, but in a fancy way. If I was competing, which I can't because I'm judging, of course, I would probably do some kind of caramelized white chocolate bark with peppermint bits, marshmallows on top of like a cake because I'm very extra and I like to win. Ooh, this is the third greatest visual I've had all day. No, I think that's a great idea. And then if whatever like recipes really work out, then we can all trade them too. Now, considering how my family doesn't want to share any of our family recipes with me, I'm all for an influx of new recipes. Ooh, the other approach you could do is like a Belgian waffle topped with like melted white chocolate and peppermint and like torched marshmallow. Ooh, you could make it like one of those ice cream tacos. You could do that too. That just seems a little more work. Just fold the waffle and then when you dip it with the chocolate and then you keep it in the little taco holder, when it dries, it'll help shape it. I just thought of a new way we could do this and incorporate our other platforms for engagement because marketing major. (laughs) So what we'll do is we'll tell – we'll say like four or five of our friends this challenge. Mm -hmm. You'll collect the recipes that they write or the thing. I will make them all and not know whose was whose or whom's was whose, whom's was whom's, whose was whose. (laughs) I think I got all the combinations in there. Okay. And then we can have a Zoom thing and I can show everyone how they all turned out and then guess whose recipe was whom, whose thoughts. I like it. But when do we get to eat it? Well, you can make your own if you like. I just don't think I can convince all of our friends on the same day to bake something or show something and then want to show it off in a Zoom call. So that's why I was like, well, I'll take it on and I'll make all of them. That probably is asking a much. So that's why I'm like, if everyone just makes a recipe or there's a concept, like draws a picture, kind of like that BuzzFeed thing where they have kids draw pictures of desserts and then like a chef makes them. Oh my God, that's a thing. Oh, I need, okay. Uh, After we're finished here, I'm going to need to look that up and I do like this idea. I would probably still make it on the day that you're going to show it, and then that would be my reveal. You're going to go to all of our friends and give them, like, three ingredients Mm -hmm. and say, pick a recipe, a holiday thing, Mm -hmm. and Jay's going to make it. Yes. 
So then you're going to get those recipes and or photos, unbeknownst to me, who did what. Correct. Then on one day, I'm going to make all of them and let everyone see how they turned out and guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why not? We have the time. Well, we mostly have the time. I have the time. You have the time. Work has been very busy for me, but I will find the time because I now have a recipe going in my head and it sounds delicious. Okay. So do you want to participate in this game? Yes. Okay. So you'll have a recipe. And- this is so great. Do you, Okay. Do you ever watch the Food Network? No. I did when I was younger, but it's gone severely downhill. I used to love like $40 a day with Rachel Ray. Unwrapped was one of my favorite shows. It wasn't a very good like show because I even then realized she didn't cook and made too much alcohol in her cocktails. But like (laughs) semi-homemade with Sandra Lee and like my mom and of course we're big Barefoot Contessa fans. I know she's racist, but Paula Deen was always real fun, deep frying everything. Okay, so I've never seen any of those. But I do watch all of the baking challenges. I've moved on to only the British Bake Off because they're just so much nicer over there. Like, they'll be like, oh, can you help me? Or if things go wrong, like, they're not so competitive and catty in England as they are in American shows. See, I haven't really seen that between the contestants, but I think the judges can be incredibly harsh. And yes, I know they're there to judge. They are the experts. Their word is law. But sometimes I feel like they just take it a bit too far. I stick to English ones. But yes, this will be a fun challenge. We can do a whole episode on my experience, post photos to the Instagram. Mm-hmm. We should probably get on this like this weekend, like get the recipes by next week. I can like text everyone right now. Then would we only have those people on the Zoom call or would we still invite like all of our friends? I think we can invite more people just because it's like a reveal kind of thing. But then we can just like... I mean, I don't think it's going to take more than like 20 minutes for you to guess everything. And then after that, we can just hang out. You can tell them food, beverage, whatever they want. Ideally with not too many odd ingredients. Mm -hmm. And not something that makes like 600. Okay. As I will be, these will be at my house. You can give them out as Christmas gifts. Ooh, another one that would be great is I would do, I would take like ruffles and like pulse the peppermint until it's like a really fine mist drizzle it in with the white chocolate and like put them on the chips and then like melt marshmallows again for texture kind of like a rice crispy vibe and like crunch it like a trail mix muddy buddy kind of thing Ooh, this is making me ridiculously hungry right now sharing is caring Mm -hmm. are there any holiday traditions you've seen on shows or with other people in your life that you'd like to take on either when you're the matriarch or sooner well so there's one that i would that we're going to take on this year i've absolutely insisted on it in college i went to a friend's house a lot for the holidays and her family had a different tree decorated for each of their children grandchildren and then just like in addition to their usual holiday tree who what do you mean who You said you would go to their house during college. Oh, yeah. So it was one of my roommates. Oh, okay. Yeah. So literally in every single room, they would have one or more tree. So this year we have – so we're a fake tree family actually because my parents both have bad allergies. So we have our original fake tree. My mom got a new one to replace it last year and I had one from college. 
So we're going to put up all three of those this year. So two in our living room and one in the dining room. And I'm really excited. I can't wait for that because it means we get to use every single ornament. So like all of my mom's historical ornaments, she got new ornaments for the new tree that she got. And then we have my ornaments from my tree that I've been adding to over the years. So every every corner is going to have a slightly different theme. And I think it's just, it's a really great way to just make it a little more festive. Like I know some people, they really only like decorate a tree or one room, but in my house, we decorate the entire first floor, like living room, dining room, kitchen, laundry room, guest room, like they all have a ton of holiday decorations. Are you the kind of family that switches the soap scent around the holidays? No, we don't. I kind of wish we did. Like, we do switch candles. So, like, we'll swap mm. out um, all of, like, the everyday candles for, like, cranberry, evergreen, peppermint, orange spice, like a pumpkin. I honestly think it's called pumpkin spice. Yeah, so we'll do that. And I mean, th that's one of the things I'm also really excited to continue in my own Christmas traditions. So, yeah, I think it's great. Like, literally everything gets switched out almost like picture frames get switched out tablecloths table center pieces i don't know it's pretty fun and then also this year for christmas we usually do a really big christmas breakfast which i really enjoy because it's a lot more casual compared to the dinner that we have like everyone gets to show up in their pajamas and we just eat together and then we do our secret santa exchange but since We'll be doing Christmas breakfast at home now. I actually get to create my own menu for it, which means I'll be trying out a few different recipes for things. So I'm looking probably waffles. I think Christmas waffles would be really good with like an apple spiced syrup. That's where I'm leaning right now. We'll see where I actually land on Christmas day. I don't know, Jay. In comparison to my Christmas, is there anything new you want to try for Hanukkah? No, as long as I get my latkes, that's pretty much my metric. My question was going to be White Elephant or Secret Santa? Ooh. Secret Santa? Just because our family has done White Elephant before and it gets incredibly competitive. So we do unlimited steals, so it can literally go on for hours. And then depending upon who gets what gift, um, sometimes it gets... It gets a little bit too tense. Uh, so for example, one year my mom got like the, what we all consider to be the absolute best gift of the bunch. It was an entire aromatherapy and hot stone set with this like really nice Ugg blanket and robe set and everyone kept stealing it and then she would steal it back and then finally they called no steals at the end of the game. See, I feel like White Elephant would have better quality gifts just because you don't know what you're going to get. Everyone wants to get a better gift. Mm -hmm. Yes and no. I really think it just kind of depends as well. Like I know in the same year as the White Elephant with Unlimited Steals, um, I got a, I think it was like a $100 Target gift card. And then another Ooh. person got a purse. And... He was not super into the purse, but no one stole from him. Mm -hmm. So he was just stuck with it. And he was he was a little sad. So I actually I traded with him at the end. 
because it was a cute purse, so why not? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's nice. You didn't have to do that. Yeah, no, I know. I the purse was really cute. I like had an idea of what I wanted with the Target gift card, but in in the in the interest of letting everyone have of letting everyone feel good about the gifts that they left with, I was fine with trading. That's very nice. Yeah, I really think it just depends on the people that you're playing with as well. Like I know um, there's one family who actually they do Secret Santa, but they do the gifts all together as one family to another family. So they actually have some really great gifts. Like one, one year, one family paid for another family to go to Hawaii for a week. And wow. then another family gifted a home movie theater setup. So it was like an 80-inch flat screen, surround sound, and a movie theater popcorn maker. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know. How's your roster of gifts looking this year? I know you said you were doing cards a lot, but how's the gift roster looking? It's pretty good. So I have yours was ordered yesterday. Um, I got stuff for my mom and dad. And then I got a few things for other people. So I think in total, I've... I have maybe like eight people I'm buying gifts for. Nice. Yeah. No, it's good. I definitely, I tried to shop small and I tried to make sure that like every gift not only felt like it suited the person, but it was also something that they could keep for a while. That's very thoughtful. Yeah. And also sustainable. Here, here. No, I think also um, it's going to be interesting because I really want to get into sustainable gift wrapping this year. So it's going to be a lot of like pulling from bags that I already have, um, maybe like upcycling some boxes, decorating them. I actually, oh, okay. I have a question for you. In terms of gift exchange with your family, do they return bags and gift boxes to the person who gave it to them? It depends. Like my mom's a big ribbon person, Mm -hmm. so we typically take ribbon. And then wrapping paper depends. I always try to make it so you can rewrap and reuse the wrapping paper that I'm given, but sometimes you just can't save it. I think it's just if it's savable, typically someone will take it. Either the gifter or the gifty will take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been using Trader Joe's bags forever to wrap gifts. We've been using brown paper bags and excess bags. The most disappointing one once was my mom gave me a very pretty silver ornament J with three little crystals in it. And it was in a lovely Nordstrom box. And then those same ornaments were at my uncle's house on Christmas Day. And I was like, ooh, those are pretty. He's like, yeah, like five bucks at Safeway. And I was like, mom, is this for Safeway? She's like, yeah. But I'm like, but why do you put it in the Nordstrom box? She's like, because I know you think it's prettier. I'm like, but it was from Safeway. So now there's always preface when the gift box does not match the item inside the box. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I really love that. Here's my thing. I might sound like a really selfish brat. I promise you I'm not. Take my word or don't. But it's not that I didn't like the ornament to begin with. But when you think it's more expensive than it is and you find out it's not, it's a bit of a letdown. It doesn't mean it's any less pretty. It just isn't what you expected. Just like if you thought you were getting like a cubic zirconia ring and you found out it was a diamond, you'd be more excited. Okay, I do I do get that in theory. I agree. I think why just in theory? I mean, in theory, I get it. Um, just because with my family, because we 
always return the boxes and everything. You you never really know. So we've just I've just kind of gotten used to it. So like I know for example take the Nordstrom packaging last year they did really beautiful boxes um that had more of a colorful print too. So I'm totally going to be reusing those this year. The gifts may not be from Nordstrom. I think it's different when you use the box and the bow. Like you literally make it look like the package was from there. Mm -hmm. Because like when you get a box from Nordstrom's, they wrap, they like tape it for you as well and they wrap it. Or they don't wrap it. But normally, I don't know, my family- Oh, they have the little slider bow that like seals it. Yeah, but like my family like sometimes would rewrap that. Oh, okay. Not always, but sometimes. Mm -hmm. No, I do agree. Especially if you're doing homemade gifts, maybe- if you're going to put it in a Nordstrom package or something else like it, that you should you should definitely preface. I agree. What is your like guilty pleasure food around the holidays in which the calories don't exist? Ooh. For me, it is the caramel chocolates with sea salt on top from Trader Joe's and Ghirardelli peppermint bark. Oh my gosh, Ghirardelli peppermint bark. I haven't had that in forever, Um, but that's an excellent choice. No, I think for me, it's C's candy. Like any of them? Like we have family members that give out like the one pound, two pound boxes of C's candy. Yeah. So we usually mm-hmm. end up with like three or four of those. They're they're gone in a week. It's so bad. See those? I like – I'm the person to take a bite and if I don't like it, I'll put it back. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm the person – I will study the candy sheet that it comes with and I'm like, okay, which one is which? What am I getting exactly? I personally love the milk chocolate Bordeaux the most. So when we sometimes will give out the mini boxes as well with gifts. So if we go into a C's this year, I'll get like the giant milk Bordeaux bars as well. I'm a dark chocolate person and white around the holidays, Mm -hmm. but normally a dark chocolate person. I know. Dark chocolate is very good, especially with peanut butter cups. Mm -hmm. I used to like it a lot as a kid, but now- as I've grown, I've actually lost a taste for it, which is very interesting. I feel like normally it's the opposite. Like people like more better chocolate when they get older. Mm-hmm. Well, I also think I just way overdid chocolate as a child as well. Like I had German chocolate cake for every single event. I requested it for birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Anytime we were just randomly baking a cake, I would ask for German chocolate. I wouldn't pin you as a German chocolate person. Really? No. It's the it's the coconut nut frosting mixture. I don't I don't know what it's called at this moment. I can't think of it, but that the layer that goes in the middle filling Well, yes, like sometimes it's filling, but like you can put it on top of the cake too. And it's it's so I just call it I don't know, would it still be it's not filling. It's not frosting if it's on top of the cake, right? We'll have to look this up. I don't know. Thank God you fact check these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but it's just that that is my favorite part of it. And so then I would just eat the chocolate as the extra. I was allergic to gluten as a child, so my family would always save me like little Ziplocs just full of frosting to eat while everyone else had dessert. Oh, God, I could not imagine being allergic to gluten. Very inconvenient. So, like, did you ha- did you just avoid bread or did you have to eat gluten-free bread? Is this where the sandwich 
dislike comes from? Correct. Ah. Well, back in my days, before Whole Foods and before being gluten-free was a trend, they didn't really have the options in which they have now for people who actually had gluten intolerances. So I would eat like sunflower bread and like seeded and grain-free bread. But yeah, that's where the sandwiches stem from because there were very few things that you could get gluten-free. I feel like I've just unlocked like a whole new facet to your eating habits. You've known I was gluten-free for eight years for like a while. I know, but I, I never put that together with the sandwiches before this. Okay. Thinking. It's a great thing, folks. Everyone should do it as much as possible. Cheers to that. <laughs> ooh, ooh. You can only listen to one Christmas song for the rest of your life, and you can get rid of one permanently. What are those two songs? Ooh, okay. I am keeping the – wait, can can I keep a whole album? No. Oh, no. I said song. I know, but okay. One song. All right, then I need to look up the name of it really fast here. All right, what song are you keeping? That's Christmas to Me by Pentatonix. All right, and what song are you getting rid of? I think Last Christmas. It's just a bummer. Like, write a song called Next Christmas. That's a little happier. <laughs> um, There's This Christmas. I think that's Chris Brown. Didn't we cancel him? We did. Got it. Okay. So what song are you canceling while you look up the one you're keeping? Okay, well, I'm keeping Oh Holy Night. The Celine Dion version. Oh, you can keep all versions. Oh, okay. You're keeping all versions and getting rid of all versions. Oh, okay. All right. We're saving Oh Holy Night and we're getting rid of Last Christmas. So same as me. Yes. But I really want to get rid of the original the most. Is that terrible? No. Like, I like some versions, but I don't like the original. And then there's a... We'll keep the Ashley Tisdale version. With my little Disney Channel heart. No. No. Get rid of all of them. Okay. Yeah. But if I could, I would keep the entire Celine Dion album, which I think it's called These Are Special Times. Yeah. These Are Special Times. That was like the Christmas soundtrack of my childhood. Oh, yeah. And then the She Delicious Christmas songs are a bop. That was my first concert. Oh, my gosh. Really? The She Delicious Christmas opened by Allie and AJ. Oh, that's so cute. My first concert was the Backstreet Boys. What album? Millennium. What songs are on that one? I don't know. It's it's like literally like all of their popular songs. Hold on. It's Larger Than Life, I Want It That Way, The One, mm. No One Else Comes Close. Got it, got it. Who opened? Ooh, that I don't remember. Into the Millennium was actually the name of the tour. It does not say that on my tour poster. Yes, I still have the tour poster. It's in my closet. They might have not had an opener. Okay, so when you saw the Cheetah Girls, was Raven Simone with them or was it just the three of them? No, the other three. Okay. But that Christmas album is a bop. It really is. Five more days till Christmas, Christmas in California. Should literally be our theme song. Mm-hmm. Just for the month of December, our theme song, Christmas in California. Sun is shining, COVID is thriving. Oh, God. Am I wrong? You are not wrong. It's definitely saddening to hear how many more people have been getting sick and how many people want to deny everything that's going on. 
Also, in the spirit of the season, this year normally we give to our local fire station, but because of COVID, they actually have a website set up where we can donate money and then they'll go buy the toys. Oh, that's is a so way great. to donate this year. So we're gonna do that. My uncle's company is giving away toys. He bought some Hot Wheels cars. And he was like, well, should I get toys for girls? I'm like, well, girls like cars. He's like, but would you have enjoyed Hot Wheels? I am the anomaly. I was raised as gender neutral and you can do what you want and you can be what you want. Girls are equal to boys as possible. My favorite color is pink. I like princesses, dolls, and lots of glitter. But my family tried, which shows the nature over nurture argument for me. (laughs) But... There are plenty of girls who would like cars. So I said I like spy kits. Like get like walkie talkies. And I like science a lot too. Like I always loved rocket making things. Just like cars were not my STEM area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. I think walkie talkies would be great. Um, Like those little like decoder notebooks too. Those were really cool. Um, But you can totally tell your uncle – I was so into Hot Wheels as a child. Like Really? Yeah. I had Did you have the racetrack? Uh-huh. Wow. It is still so it's still actually in our basement. Um where well most likely we were thinking of giving it away this year, but we don't know exactly how donating toys looks, like used toys. Probably not very well. Yeah. So I'll probably hold on to it a little bit longer. But I had a bunch of it. I loved it. I would have liked the motorized cars, but not the like ones where you get to go like vroom vroom yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cars, dinosaurs, and books. Oh, I also was a big block kid. Like I loved not Legos, but like any kind of like bricks or blocks or those Tinker toys. Oh my god, Tinker toys! And then I liked the pentagram ones, the different shapes. Not like you would use in math class sometimes. I really like to play with and make designs out of. Hmm. I don't think I've ever seen those. They exist, I promise. It's all right. I'll look them up. They're like rainbow colors and they're like octagons and triangles and various shapes. You use them like in math class sometimes. But like you would make them like make it look like a fox or make it look like a box or make it look like other animals. I would do patterns, kind of like a more geometric mandala kind of thing. Hmm. Very interesting. The only thing that I can really think of right now are those little, like, spiky ball things that you can, like, pull on the sides of and they would expand. Mm, Which I know is not what you're talking about, but that's the closest visual I have right now. I might have said pentagram, which is, like, the witch star. (laughs) It is. I didn't mean that, like... Do you mean pentagon? No. Okay, on this website, they're called wooden pattern blocks but it's fine it's not pentagram or pentagon but like it's something similar oh okay so i never had these but neither did i my cousin did i've seen these like at like my dentist office and stuff Wooden pattern blocks. Not, I was not calling upon the spirits <laughs> as a child. 
We do Angela, we do appreciate that. On. Did you just say I was calling on the spirits? Oh, got it. Possibly unintentionally. I mean, again, I'm going to go with unintentionally. I don't think I ever purposely tried to. Ooh, do you know what also the holiday season means? And we'll see how much you can explain Um, when I'm going to just throw out a word to you and see what you define it as. Okay. What's Vlogmas? Oh, okay. So, Jay had to explain this to me a few years ago. I think I get it now. We'll see if I do. <laughs> this is when various YouTubers do countdowns to Christmas and they feature like gift guides, items, their own merchandise, um, wrapping tutorials, decorating things, Christmas cookie baking, and more. Yes. Good job. You are giving the influencers a little bit more credit. It's literally Vlogmas, so vlogging, so video blogging their day. So yes, those activities you mentioned are sometimes in there. Okay. But they much are more free flowing up, wake up, make coffee. What am I going to do today? I'm going to go to Target and buy decor. Then now the big thing started by influencers is have really cool intros and intro music. Um, I will send you one later. The best one is the one that um, – let me see if I can send it to you now. We're all going to hold while she does this. Or I can keep talking because I've already seen it. But, yes, I watched Vlogmas throwback to the years of Ingrid Miss Glamorazzi when – I thought she was the one who started Vlogmas with her and her then boyfriend, who we will not name, and then Joey Graceffa and that whole crew were the ones who started Vlogmas, were the first I ever saw. And then the other big thing, RIP, used to be the Shaytard's Christmas special I would watch on Christmas morning. My family was always one to do three Christmases, so we went to my aunt's on Christmas Eve. My mom and I had Christmas Day by ourselves, and then we would go to my uncle's for Christmas dinner. And in between that time, I would watch all of the various what I got for Christmas videos and other things around that morning, including the Shaytard's Christmas special, which was one of my favorites to watch for like four years in a row. Quality, quality Christmas family content, especially for someone growing up in California, seeing a real white Christmas, seeing a big family, kind of seeing how they did the gifts and everything was always really nice. And then the vloggers with their what I got for Christmas. I always felt like they left out the bigger things because we all knew they were getting bigger things because it was kind of a chicken egg thing with the early influencers where you couldn't really become a big influencer if you already didn't have the makeup and the Mac and the things to become an influencer. But then you also got more once you became an influencer. So you knew influencers – at least the OG OG Juicy Star 07, Bubblegum Makeup, like X Sparkage, like some of these OG ones were either makeup artists or just had these vast makeup fashion collections prior to becoming the influencers. I recently made this lovely cookie from Claire Saffitz, my ex Bon Appetit queen. They were oat, pecan, brittle, brown butter cookies. They were a mix between kind of a lace cookie and a oatmeal cookie. They were very good. And one of the things I was thinking of doing is breaking up just the brittle because my goodness, I've never made caramel before this. And 
after doing it once, I don't really want to do it again. But if you're going to do it, do it during the holidays. So I might do that and then maybe throw in some of my caramelized white chocolate with it. Just give it a nice holiday feel. I've already made um, bark for people in the past. I've done peppermint bark and other barks. I have more gifts I plan on making and some I've already made. But I will not be sharing those due to the fact that at least Angela, if not one other person listening to this, might be receiving one of those gifts. But we'll be sure to talk about this and stuff when we have Christmas and or all other winter holiday festivities. Post-Christmas, we'll do a nice little Christmas recap for you all and we can let you know what worked out, what didn't work out, and I can finally know what I got for Christmas. I'm still telling you all it's a lightsaber. Literally, I am the best friend ever. I had to I had to go on Elon Mu- I had to go on Elon Musk's SpaceX to go get the Chiron Cubon Kyber crystals. Cairo. Yeah, those. Yeah, I know. That's a long ways away. And you had to go back in time as well. So Oh, yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I just watched the Vlogmas intro. Would you like to kind of explain what it was for the people who obviously couldn't see? So I watched um, Alicia Marie's 2019 Vlogmas intro. And it kind of gives me a little bit of keeping up with the Kardashians vibes, how they have their new intro with all of them like together and it looks like they're like being filmed with a really old video camera and mm-hmm. Alicia's there in what I'm presuming to be her house or if not a set made up to look like her house in her vlogmas gear and then a pajama onesie in front of the tree um kind of just like grooving to a nice little is it carol of the bells is that the song I thought no, it's the Nutcracker one. Isn't yeah, it? but isn't it called Carol of the Bells? No, Carol of the Bells is the. Dun, 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 oh, okay, dun, dun, just kidding. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, she's like hanging out, like vibing with the Nutcracker song, but it's the Nutcracker song if it had a bit of a hip hop spin to it. Okay. And this is my first intro to Vlogmas, guys. I've never actually watched any of this. I'll probably finish this after. We're done recording. And I can let you all know what I think. Maybe I'll watch some of Vlogmas this year. I wonder if my Alicia does Vlogmas. I'll have to look into that. Okay, so yes. The thing about this, this isn't actually the one I wanted you to watch. She did a different intro for each of the 30 days of, well, excuse me, sorry, the 25 days of Vlogmas. Oh, wow. I was trying to find you the one where she had the naked men fanning her in her like queen outfit but she did a different variation from her house to that set she did 25 variations oh my god that's so much and tens of thousands of dollars where do you find the time to do that it's her job ad revenue goes way up during the holidays because all the brands are advertising their sales. Oh, my Lord. Like, see, I love the events portion of my job because I get to do a lot of fun and creative things. But that's just, like, the ultimate fun and creative thing. I feel like I've been missing out. I'm now suddenly contemplating every life choice I've made up until this moment. 
I've literally told you about influencers since the day I met you in 2013. Because I got sucked in in 2009 during my freshman year of high school. Okay, you have to remember, college was a very interesting time for me because, like, pre-college, I didn't have Wi-Fi. I didn't spend a lot of time on the computer. YouTube was not really a part of my life. I didn't have an Instagram until you made me one. Oof. Dagger to the heart. <laughs> How did you think you were going to make it three years in a sorority without an Instagram? I didn't. I really didn't know what I was signing up for when we joined a sorority. Like that summer pre-recruitment was quite a shock with the big social media push. We'll have to do a whole episode on that too. And you guys can hear all about how naive I was going into this. But that's a story for another time. Jay, are you maybe ready for some avo toast? Yes. And as we know, your stomach was growling at the beginning of this, so you are. <laughs> Definitely. And today's avo toast is food related. So I actually had two, but I'm going to save another one for our show notes and everyone can weigh in on that for the current one. I actually tried putting red and green M&Ms in my cereal this morning, like Lorelai and Rory claim to do in season seven's Christmas episode? Secret Santa. Yes. Uh, yeah, I can tell you. It's not great. I feel a little bamboozled. Why? Um, it, okay, so when you put the M&Ms into cold milk in your cereal, they don't melt or anything. They just proceed to get colder and a little uncomfortable to chew. Huh. Like, it's the overall... What cereal did you choose? I have Cheerios. That, that's the current cereal that Cheerio. we have. Yeah, so overall, flavor-wise, flavor-wise, it was nice with the milk and the chocolate and the Honey Nut Cheerios. Texture-wise, I don't think I'm a fan. I feel like you would need a different texture of cereal, kind of almost not like a soggy um, frosted flake or a soggy kind of like corn puff. But like a cereal that sat for a few minutes so that it's kind of more of like a milk absorber with the M&M. Okay. Like I feel like it's a texture thing. Because like I know what it's like when you put chocolate chips on ice cream and then the chocolate chip hardens mm -hmm. more. So I feel like this is like a textural thing. You would need the right kind of cereal. Like a frosted flake, something that can hold a lot of milk but still keep its flavor. Okay. So maybe I should try like a York, like, like a Rory Paris dorm cereal layers and see what works best with the M&M. &M. Yeah. Like if it were me, I would try like Chex, Corn Puffs, and Frosted Flakes. Hmm. I really like Corn Puffs. I know they were like a – Okay. Not really a huge fan of Chex. The Frosted ones? They make them frosted? They do in like Chex mix. Oh. Okay. What were you saying about Corn Puffs? I was like – I know they're not like – everyone's favorite like they're always in the bundles i always liked corn puffs i don't think i've ever had them well more reason to get them to try with your cereal compilation all right well i will try this and i will let everyone know but i can just tell you initially not a fan negative points for the gilmores but it is season seven so we give them a little bit of grace mm -hmm. true that i was gonna say though the one thing i definitely would be down for is attaching mistletoe to the ceiling blade i think that's a very fun game and if we had our friends here i would definitely play it <laughs> oh my god no no i think would that would not? be really fun be so someone's fun. getting injured though well yeah because also everyone would be drunk and spinning oh yeah 
which is why I would want to play Oh, it. yeah. And we're a thousand percent going to collide multiple times. But COVID, <laughs> so no kissing. I'm sorry. You just, you have to air hug when you reach everyone. That's lame. Well, would you rather be lame or sick? I'd rather just perfect this game so next Christmas we can have all of our friends play it and fall on top of each other. All right. We'll see what we can do. Maybe we'll do some test runs with face shields. <laughs> That sounds right. And on that note, thank you for listening to this week's episode of In Omnia Paratus. Be sure to join us next week when we... Dang it! I did it again. Okay, hold on. I need to just take this out. (laughs) Wing it. Just wing it this time and see how it goes. And on that note, thank you for listening to this episode of In Omnia Paratus. Be sure to join us next week. But right now, grab your coffee bowl and... Don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, where you lead will follow, so head on over to at InOmniaPod on Instagram and let us know what you want to hear about in the comments, and also tell us a little bit more about your holiday traditions. Bye! Bye!